Hey, sis. Welcome to the Mom Keys to Mental Peace podcast. Now, real quick before we get into the show, did you know that this podcast is a spinoff from a book that I wrote? Yes. Mom Keys to Mental Peace, 12 Tips to Become a Healthy Mom and Raise Healthy Children. In this book, I share my story about how I identified toxic patterns of thinking about life and motherhood. I share how God helped me to transform by the renewal of my mind. I didn't want to keep this revelation to myself, so I packaged it in a book to share how you can transform your mindset and lifestyle too. This book is for anyone who desires to break unhealthy generational patterns in their family, want to build healthier and stronger relationships with their children, or for anyone who wants to overcome the battle of negative thoughts in their mind. After reading this book, you will learn how to gain confidence in who you are as a mother, handle unhealthy thinking patterns when they appear in your mind, and position yourself to achieve mom-life balance. This book is available wherever books are sold, and the link will be in the show notes. Now let's get to the show. Welcome to the Mom Keys to Mental Peace podcast. I am your host and sister in Christ, Tarikaya Allen Butler. This is a podcast for Christian moms who struggle with limiting beliefs and want to learn how to make over their mindsets and level up their lifestyle in faith, family, finances, and fitness. Tap in each week for the Mom Keys to Mental Peace podcast where you will learn major keys to stop coming up short on your goals and start leveling up for the type of lifestyle you desire God's way. Ready to level up? Let's do it. All right. So welcome you all to today's episode. Um, I'm excited to get into it. Um, The theme for the month of May will be to honor Mother's Day. So a lot of what I share today will be um, actually excerpts from my book, Mom Keys to Mental Peace, 12 Tips to Become a Healthy Mom and Raise Healthy Children, Um, just to kind of honor and celebrate um, us as mothers, um, the different things that we go through in motherhood. Um, So I'm looking forward to this month's discussions. So today's um, talk is you are more than just a mom. And again, this is based off um, a chapter in my book, um, and specifically, I'm going to go into five um, five things that's keeping you from walking in your purpose. And that's kind of the whole backdrop of this conversation, sis, is that you are more than just a mom. OK, so let's get into it. When it comes to motherhood, motherhood is one of the most sacrificial calls on Earth. Right. And our sacrifice literally starts at the moment of conception. When you find out that you're pregnant, when you see those two lines on that pregnancy test or your doctor walks in with that um, blood work saying, hey, you're pregnant, that's when the sacrifice starts, right? And in this case, um, we are sacrificing by giving away our energy, 
um, during pregnancy, our body shape, <laughs> we have to sacrifice our shape. Um, we have to sacrifice the nutrients from our food um, to go to the baby. We sacrifice our comfort by our organs being moved and shifted around um, in order to hold and grow baby. Um, and we also sacrifice our blood flowing from us to the baby, right? Giving the baby all that it needs to come together and form. So sacrifice means um, an act of giving up something valued for the sake of something else regarded as more important or worthy. So this definition, excuse me, this definition pretty much confirms how some mothers think when it comes to motherhood, right? Is that you have to give up who you are and put your dreams on hold for the sake of your family. And I'll go back to the definition of sacrifice to kind of tie those two together. It means an act of giving up something valued. So giving up your interest, that's a value. Giving up um, your talents or what you like to do or your dreams that you have or whatever purpose or call that God called you to. Giving up something valued for the sake of something else, and in this case, our kids or our family, regarded as more important or worthy. Now, this is not to say that our kids are not important or that our kids are not worthy, but that little word more, right? Pretty much when you give up or you sacrifice what God has called you to do or what God has created you on this earth for, you're saying that your kids or your family is more important than God's call on your life. When you put it in that term or that wording, it's kind of like this eye-opening moment like, ooh, all right, I didn't think about it like that or see it that way, but Yes, sis, <laughs> that's what's happening. Um, when it comes to motherhood or as a mom, we pretty much will sacrifice for the rest of our lives in many different ways. Um, whether you're taking care of your family, your home life, going after your goals or um, starting a career. This can cause some moms to feel overused and stretched in many different areas. Um, and this can cause some moms to feel resentment and anger <clears throat> for even being a mom right? And having to take care of their family. Um, and this shows up in different ways. Some moms can suppress their anger, but I feel like it shows up in different ways, right? We can always tell how someone is by their body language, by their mannerisms, by their aura, right? You don't really have to say much, but you can tell when somebody's irritated. You can tell when somebody's frustrated by their, their body language and their emotions. So, Sometimes moms may show, they may suppress their anger, but it's showing up in different ways and how they're doing things. Um, some moms uh, show their anger and frustration in outbursts, right? Becoming easily frustrated, always yelling at their family, um, always rushing and in a hurry and just very unsettled with their family. So God created women for more than just motherhood, right? Our value as a woman is not attached to a title. So just because you are a wife or a mom or have the status in your job as an entrepreneur, that doesn't add any more or less value to your life. No woman is better than the next woman because of a title. So just because you're married doesn't mean that you're any better than a, a woman who is not married. Just because you're a mom doesn't mean that you're any better than a woman who is not a mom, right? 
So we can't get caught up into these titles um, when it comes to our lifestyle or what God has called us to, because that doesn't add our value <laughs> or take away our value because we don't have a thing like that. Okay. Um, you don't want to live um, in an unbalanced lifestyle where you're only focused on mom life, where you only are worried about your kids, where everything is about them and their wants and their needs. And not saying that, you know, our families don't have high needs because they do. But I'm talking about <laughs> or talking to that specific mom who this is literally all that your life is engulfed in from sun up to sundown is mom life, mom life, my kids, this, my kids, that my family, that. And there's nothing that you are doing for yourself. There's no purpose or life skills or anything that you're doing for yourself um, or that God has called you to because you're solely focused on being a mom and taking care of your family life. This can cause your mind to feel um, unsettled, your body to feel unsettled, and your soul because you're not fulfilling your full purpose. And I'll go deeper into that um, with my next point. It's important to find your soul purpose or else if you don't, is it's a disservice to you and to the others around you. So a great example of this um, is that mothers are similar to trees. And I have this in the book as well. Um, where I talk about how mothers are similar to trees. Trees have many uses and purposes. They are not just a fixture in nature. Trees provide us um, to make paper, to make homes. They are homes for different animals and insects. Trees provide oxygen. They provide food, you know, certain trees that grow fruits. And trees can provide shade to us. What if we did not take advantage of all the resources that trees have to offer? Trees would not be used to their full potential and the world and trees themselves would suffer as a result of it. So if you approach life to only focus on motherhood, you are doing a disservice to you and the other people around you in this world. You being a mother or motherhood in general is simply one piece of who you are as a whole person. Your foundational identity is a child of God and build on that. So I love this example um, about the trees. And I'm reminded of this every time I see a tree outside, there's trees everywhere. So this is a great visual for you to start to keep in mind. Like trees have more than one purpose, the same way with you. You are more than just a mom. You can offer more than just your motherhood or your maternal um, insight and nurturing to your family. Like there's something else that God created you for. There's something else that God has uh, purposed you in this life for. And you have to be sure that you are um, fulfilling all of those or it's a disservice to you as well as to the others around you. Okay. Um. So back to what I was saying, as far as your foundational identity is a child of God, and you should build on top of that. Um, our children are a gift to us from God. They are not our own. Um, learning this truth has kind of helped pull the pressure of motherhood off my shoulders, feeling like I've got to do everything. I've got to know everything. I've got to be all things because at the end of the day, my kids are not mine. They are a gift from God. He created them in heaven and assigned me as their mom um, to birth purpose here into this earth, right? And when you think about it, I always give this example <laughs> when it comes to, you know, 
how much we're not in control of things. We don't have control of how our babies are formed in our wounds. We don't have control of how the DNA comes together. We don't have control of choosing their gender, of their personality, of their organs, of their makeup, none of that. We don't have control of any of that. This is simply God um, doing all of that. And Psalms 139 verses 13 through 14 proves that where it says you made all the delicate inner parts of my body and knit me together in my mother's womb. Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. Your workmanship is marvelous. How well I know it. Okay. Um, and that's the New Living Translation for Psalms 139, verse 13 and 14. So pretty much we are God's creation put here on earth to serve him and his people. No one is here on an accident. Anyone born was birthed with a purpose attached to them. God picked us as a mother to guide his children to their purpose. But that doesn't mean that we neglect our purpose. Because if you think about it, this is literally the circle of life. Shouts out to Lion King. <laughs> um, yes, we are mothers and we have birthed our children um, for a purpose for God. But our mothers birthed us for a purpose that God intended us for as well. So it's a full circle moment. Um, it's a lot to consider and to keep in mind. Um, but really what I'm trying to get, the point that I'm trying to make with this episode is that, you know, don't get caught up in the stresses of motherhood or feel like this is the only area that you um, have to focus on right now. I know definitely um, in the season of like a newborn, it definitely feels that way. Like everything is going to this baby um, and to this child, but that's simply, you know, a season. It won't always be that way. It won't always be that way. So we're going to go into five things that is stopping you from walking into your purpose. All right. One of the um, things that's stopping you from walking into your purpose possibly is that you are a single mom. Um, and the ways that it stops you is that it's hard for you to find time for yourself outside of your children. You may not have support from your family members for childcare. Um, and your mind is busy and full with you and your family's needs. So things like paying bills, getting groceries, things for the school, et cetera, et cetera, right? So one way to um, overcome this issue if you are a single mom is to choose one day out of the week to dedicate to yourself. One day out of the week to focus on a dream of yours, one day out of the week to focus on some type of self-care, something specifically dedicated to you. There are seven days in the week. You can pick one day <laughs> that you can dedicate to yourself, um, whether it's working out one day a week, whether it's going for a walk in the park by yourself one day in a, one day a week, or going to sit at Starbucks and have a drink, just something by yourself one day a week, choose that to dedicate. Um, if you, again, have an issue with childcare and things like that for your one day, then wake up earlier than your kids. Again, this is just one day. So if you're not a morning person, that's cool. It ain't every day. It ain't every day of the week. It's just one day that you are waking up before your kids and just enjoy that silence, that peace, that time to yourself. Maybe you can watch a show or something that you've been wanting to watch for a while. I know it's hard for me to watch episodes that I want to watch with everyone in here and my family 
you know, having their things that they watch on TV. So sometimes that's my one thing, like catch up on an old episode, catch up on a new episode or something um, that I enjoy for myself. And like I said, sometimes you might just have to wake up a little earlier or stay up a little later once they go to sleep and have that time for yourself. Um, when it comes to childcare, try reaching out to a family member or a close friend that you trust and set up some type of schedule for childcare. And maybe they can only do an hour or so where they keep your kids for you to go, you know, do something by yourself. That's fine. I think we make a lot of excuses or shy away like, well, nobody can help me or nobody has time to, but just have the discussion. Just explain to them what it is that you're trying to do. Explain to them what it is that you need and ask for that help. I feel like a lot of single black mothers in general shy away from asking for help or feel like they've got to do everything on their own or nobody wants to help. Nobody's there for you. But sis, have you even asked? Is anyone even aware that you needed help in this area or are you just making up excuses in your mind that nobody cares, right? So reach out, like I said, to that family member or friend that you trust and try to set up some type of a schedule where you have that time to yourself um, to where you can plan for your purpose, go after your goals, whatever it is that you need um, to do for yourself in that moment. There's also childcare assistance. Um, I know I live in North Carolina, so you'll have to check wherever you live to get some type of a childcare voucher. If you're not able to afford childcare, because baby, <laughs> that's like a whole nother mortgage for childcare um, alone. So trust me, I understand. And I will say that I'm blessed <laughs> and a little bit spoiled. Um, my mother-in-law has kept my last two kids. So the last time I paid for daycare, was my oldest son, and that was 125 a week, which I'm sure people would probably love to have that right now. Um, and I thought that was a lot during then. So try to apply for child care assistance. Um, and just know that, yes, it might be hard to get all this stuff figured out and set up, but hard is not impossible. Hard is not impossible. It may take a few steps. It may take a few trials and errors, but hard is not impossible. Okay. The second thing that is stopping you from walking into your purpose is that you don't know what your purpose is. You don't know what you like or what you want to do with your life. You can't imagine yourself doing anything else besides what you are doing right now. So this is where some real deep self-reflection, self-development, self-evaluation comes into play where you have to have this eye-opening experience like, okay, I've been on mommy mode and work mode and nothing else. I don't even know what I like to do. I don't even know what I'm interested in anymore because I've been so focused on these two things. So um, just ask yourself these questions and you can do this in like a self-reflection journal where you write it out or where you're just kind of walking and talking to yourself, but start to ask yourself, what are your inner desires? What struggles have you overcome? What are you good at? What is going on around you that bothers you and that you wish there was a solution for it, right? So for me, um, what helped me with this to figure out my purpose is that I um, thought about what I was good at as a kid or in my younger times. So I was good at writing and reading books in school at a young age, like far back as kindergarten, first grade. 
Um, I specifically remember in fourth grade when we had those writing tests. Y'all remember? We had to do um, with the bubble maps and the planning, and you had your intro, your median, and um, your middle part, and then your ending. That was always easy for me in fourth grade. Like that made sense to me. Um, so I always did well on my writing tests. I always understood how to do the bubble map and how to write and structure my my writing in that format. Um, when it came to me and speaking and, and things, again, this goes back to what I was good at as a kid. I can remember playing church with my cousin <laughs> and I had this um, karaoke machine. And instead of singing on it, now keep in mind, we did sing. We had like a little fake choir, but I was always the preacher. So I was always like reading from the Bible or I would read chapter books out loud on my karaoke machine. I don't know what it was about it, but it was just something I loved about hearing my voice on the uh, machine or the microphone coming out loud. Hence, here I am now today with a podcast. And it's pretty much like the setup of my show is pretty much the bubble map that I learned in fourth grade with my intro, my middle points, and then my conclusion. So reflecting on that and seeing what I was good at helped me to walk into the purpose of what I'm doing right now today. So that's definitely something for you to do as well. Um, I had a strong desire to go to school for speech therapy and to write a book and to start speaking. So um, through all of those trials um, or through all of those times where I was going to school for speech, when I was working on writing my book and when I started the podcast, there was always this deep, deep desire <laughs> in me that this is what I want to do. This is something that I should do. And I feel like that desire helped me to push past my fear of what could go wrong um, or fear of failing because that desire was so deep in me and it rooted back to things that I was good at. So putting those together along with the Holy Spirit and God and his guidance, it's like, bam, I'm in purpose and able to move along. So I definitely challenge you to go through those questions and I'll um, say those again towards the end for our reflection to help you figure out what that thing is for you. And if you still are struggling, ask God for wisdom. James one and five says, if you need wisdom, ask your generous God and he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. Okay. All right. The third thing that is stopping you from walking into your purpose is that you think it's too late. You may be afraid that too much time has passed for you to start anything new. Um, and you may feel like you are behind in life. So I know a lot of, um, People have this thought, especially when it comes to like going back to school or starting a new career. They feel like, listen, too much time has passed. I'm too old. It's too late for me to go back and do that. Um, they may compare their journey to other people's feeling like, well, they're way ahead or they've already um, accomplished this or done this. It's too late for me to do it. Or they may simply just be or you may simply just be afraid of the unknown afraid of how long it will take, and you're unsure of what that journey looks like. Now, a solution for this is to understand that it takes time to figure out something else that you can do. If you've been doing one thing for years, um, it's going to take some time to figure out what other things you're interested in, especially if you've just been in mom mode for this whole time, mom and work mode this whole time. 
give yourself grace. It's okay that you don't know right this second. That's why I gave you, you know, the reflection questions for you to kind of figure out and have that moment in conversation with yourself and take it to God to figure out. So if you don't know immediately, that's okay. Understand that God's timeline is not our timeline and understand that society's timeline is not the end all be all. I know it seems like society makes 30 seem like that's when you need to have everything together. You need to be married. You need to have your house. You need to have three kids <laughs> like and that's not reality for everybody who says that that blueprint is the one and done blueprint for everybody here on this earth or everybody in America. I don't know the number of people, but I'm sure it's in the millions, billions, whatever. How does that one blueprint fit everybody? If you really think about that, that doesn't make sense. The longer that you wait to start and the more excuses that you make about why you can't start, that's just more time passing. Simply start. <laughs> so if you are on the fence about going back to school or starting a new career, the longer that you're like, oh, it's too late, it's too late, oh, that's going to take too long. The longer that you say that and make those excuses, you're right. Time is passing by and it's just taking longer and longer opposed to if you went ahead and started that day. Okay, now that day one that you started is putting you on the path to head to where you want to be eventually in the future. Give yourself grace and don't rush the process. While you're in the process, you are building your character and your stamina to sustain the next level. Nothing is wasted and nothing is too late. God's timeline is uh, trumps our timeline and his timeline trumps society's timeline because he can see all. He can see the future uh, for where you can be headed if you do take that step. And he sees your present, your right now and what you need to do to be able to get there. So definitely trust the process. Don't rush it and give yourself grace. It's not too late, sis. It's not too late for you. All right. The fourth thing that may be stopping you from walking into your purpose is that you're afraid of choosing the wrong thing. You may be scared that you'll start something and won't see it through to its full potential. You may be afraid um, and you don't want to make a mistake. And you may be afraid of wasting your time on the wrong thing. Now, these are all valid reasons. I can understand these excuses for why you would not want to walk in your purpose. But sis, <laughs> when it comes to being afraid of making mistakes, understand that there's always a lesson in a mistake. Anytime that you mess up or do something wrong, learn the lesson from it. Take the lesson from the mistake and the losses. Find it. Don't get caught up in, oh man, I failed. Okay, I failed. Why? Where did I fail at? What was the mistake that I made? Okay, what can I do next time to make it better? Making a mistake means that you tried, right? If you don't try anything at all, then no, you won't make a mistake, but you also won't achieve your goal. What's that quote? Uh, you miss 100% of the shots that you don't take. That's pretty much what this is right here. If you don't even attempt or you don't even try, of course you're going to fail already before you even get started because you didn't do anything. So take pride in when you make a mistake because that means that you tried. That means that you took a step towards what you wanted to accomplish. Anytime that you make a mistake or a loss, just simply pivot and make the adjustments as needed. Okay. 
pivot and make the adjustments as needed. I can't tell y'all how many times, um, especially with Kaya's cookies, how I was messing up the count of the dozen. I was messing up the uh, ingredients. I was losing money from uh, people ordering and not picking it up. Like I went through so many trials and errors, but each mistake, okay, how can I pivot and make this different? How can I pivot and, and change the situation the next time this problem comes up? Again, learning the lesson from it. Even with this podcast, my first episode ever, my phone was turned the wrong way. Like, okay, so the next time I do my episode, I know to turn my phone this way. Like, it's so simple. <laughs> it's so simple. Don't get caught up in the mistakes and don't allow mistakes or the fear of making mistakes stop you from even moving forward. All right. And the fifth thing that is stopping you from walking into your purpose is that you're afraid that you are being selfish. And this is definitely for my moms here. You're afraid that you're being selfish. You may feel like you are neglecting your children if you do something for yourself um, and you put everyone else's needs before yours. Now, this kind of ties into um, mom guilt, which I will definitely have an episode on that this month. But when it comes to this, if you feel like you are being selfish for walking into your purpose or doing something that God has called you to do outside of motherhood, think about the protocol on the airplane as far as like those safety masks that fall down. They tell you that you need to put your mask on first before you can help anybody else around you, right? So if you um, are not walking in your purpose, if you aren't filling yourself up, and doing the things that you need to do for you, um, how can you how can you help others around you? How can you benefit your family or society around you? And this goes back to the trees, right? Remember, if the trees don't uh, operate in their full potential all around, somebody is getting a disservice. Somebody is being left out. If the trees decided that, okay, I only want to provide shade, but I don't want to give oxygen then we ain't going to be able to breathe. <laughs> we just going to be up under shade, choking and can't breathe because it the tree decided to only operate in one purpose. So definitely keep that in mind. Walking in your purpose sets you up to serve others. There's nothing selfish about that. <laughs> being able to serve others is not selfish. Um, I know for me, being able to go back to school for speech therapy, um, like I said, I had, well, for those who don't know, um, I had my oldest son when I was 17 years old. So once he was born, you know, I graduated high school and I ended up going to a community college. Um, it was about four years because I went to two of them. So it was about four to six years where it was like I was back and forth from school and to work and I really couldn't be present. But in order for me to do what I'm doing now and have the career that I have now as a speech um, therapy assistant, I had to sacrifice some way. I had to sacrifice for a period or for a season in order for me to be able to serve and help others. So yes, it seemed selfish at the time and I had a lot of mom guilt. Like I said, I'll go into that episode um, later this month. But when I look at the full picture, okay, I'm able to have a career where I'm able to afford where I live. Um, I'm able to go to work and serve and help others with speech therapy and Talking is what I love to do. That's also um, <laughs> something that I was good at as a kid, even though I got in trouble for it, was always talking. And hence, now I am a speech therapist and have a podcast. So 
Again, you walking in your purpose, it sets you up to serve others. So it may be a sacrifice in the moment. You may feel like you're leaving your kids out or not able to be as present, but understand that it's simply for a season and remember what's on the other side of you making that decision. Walking in your purpose pleases God. Not walking in your purpose and making excuses is selfish, right? Remember, when I went back to we are born with a purpose attached to us. So if there's an assignment that God has you on and you're feeling like, nah, I can't do that because I want to leave my kids. Okay, well, you're being selfish to what God has called you to do. All right. Now, in conclusion, it's important that you get in God's will for your life. Y'all, there is no better feeling than to be in purpose. Being in purpose fills you up in order to give back to others. Being in purpose pleases God and being in purpose brings peace and balance to your life. You don't feel overwhelmed and um, frustrated and like you don't know your next move or what's going on because you're in purpose. It's like you're gliding on this, I don't even know how to explain it, gliding on this wave or just floating in this large body of water on your back, but it's not affecting you. Or like you're in a boat in the middle of an ocean and you're just sailing and coasting over this large body of water, but it's not affecting you because you're literally in purpose. Purpose brings balance and peace to your mind, which brings clarity to your life, okay? I never thought that I would be a writer. I never thought that I would be a speaker or an entrepreneur especially when I became a mom at 17. I didn't see or think any of these things. I struggled with motherhood. I struggled with my finances. I struggled with fitness and my faith. I wanted to help other moms with this too by writing my book and starting this podcast. And that's in the introduction at the beginning, you know, of all those four things is what my whole purpose is, is to help you to level up your lifestyle and faith, fitness, finances, and family, right? Those were things that I struggled with. So now I'm using my voice and my struggles and lessons to help you all um, in in your life in those areas. Um, And one quick thing, as far as my book, I just want to share like how the negative self-talk can come in. But listen, when you are connected to God and purpose, he will come through for you. So When I released my book, Mom Keys to Mental Peace in 2020, um, I was reading, going through it, and I ended up seeing a typo in the book. And I got really overwhelmed with discouragement and negative self-talk. So I started saying things like, I'm a bad writer. I knew that I couldn't do it. The whole book is trash and messed up because of this one typo. And I was just real in my feelings and upset. Well, later on that day, I was watching um, Guys Grocery Games, and they um, had the title of the episode on the bottom of the screen. Y'all, I noticed a typo (laughs) on the screen for that challenge on TV. And to me, that was like such a special moment that God was speaking to me and confirming to me that mistakes happen. One typo doesn't mean that the whole book is trash. It's okay. And if any of y'all know God's grocery games, listen, God is in his bag. He's got God's grocery games. He's got restaurants. He's got episodes, all of this stuff everywhere. Is he tripping off of one typo that was on one episode? 
Most likely not. Did that take away the value of what he's putting out? No, it did not. So I just felt so special that, you know, God would use something like that to speak to me in that moment. Like, girl, it's okay. You can still move forward um, with what I've called you to do. All right. Get in God's will and purpose for your life. He will get the message, the instructions, the resources and the directions to you as needed. And y'all, I'm a witness to that. <laughs> Three years in the podcast, mom coaching game, he has definitely set me up with who I needed to be paired with, with the finances that I needed, told me when not to do something. Okay, that's just as important too, um, as well as my whole cookie journey. Like this is literally God-led and it just feels so good um, to be in purpose and to know that I can trust him with this process. So some reflection questions for you. What are you interested in? What are you good at? And reflect on your childhood interests and talents. All right. So that is all that I have for you all today. Thank you so much for tuning in with me for today's talk. Um, if you are not, please follow me on Instagram and Facebook. I would love to have you join the Mom Keys to Mental Peace community where I share weekly emails and resources. Um, I would love to have you subscribe to the podcast. Um, it's on any platform that you get your podcast, as well as my YouTube channel, where I post the um, live videos. If you're more of a visual person, be sure to subscribe there. And if you have been enjoying the podcast, be sure to rate and leave a review for the show. Um, I've also got some goodies and resources um, in the show notes. Also, that's where you can find all those links to that. It will be in the show notes. Um, but also in the show notes, I will have the link to my book, Mom Keys to Mental Peace, 12 Tips to Become a Healthy Mom and Raise Healthy Children. And there's also a book. I didn't read it um, all the way through. It's probably something I should pick back up and finish. But The Purpose Driven Life, What on Earth Am I Here For? It's by Rick Warren. Really, really good book um, for you to help understand what your purpose is, why you're even here on earth, what God created you for. Highly, highly recommend that. So again, um, all those links will be in the show notes. All right. I pray that you all have a great week and I'll see you all next Tuesday. Bye.